Coordinated, Episode 205, Spirit of Service, Carrie in Iowa. Greetings, AP Coordinators. I am Derek Kometa, former AP Coordinator, now Senior Director, AP Coordinator Experience for the AP Program. And I'm Carly Suge, School Counselor and AP Coordinator. Thank you for joining us, and welcome back to a very special five-part mini-series of our coordinated podcast. This is part two of five. Our theme is spirit of service, something I think many AP coordinators have in common, and that's a genuine passion to make meaningful contributions to our schools and especially our students. So today, we are excited to share a conversation with two AP coordinators, Carly Suge and Carrie Justman. Once again, it's time to get coordinated. Good morning, Carrie. Thanks for joining us. Give me a second here while I adjust my chair so I can sit up straight. I want to look professional in front of the principal. Right, right. I I wouldn't worry about that too much. As far as this podcast is concerned, as the previous uh, 200 you did, you are in charge, not me. And I know it's not Derek. (laughs) Well, that's right. (laughs) And you may know that I have a bit of experience with one-on-one conversations with the principal, especially the ones I had with my dad, who was the principal at the school I attended back in the day. I did know that. I've been catching up on the older episodes. I've heard those stories. I mentioned 200, which is fantastic. And I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed. I'm in Iowa and you're in California. I thought we might be going to Japan today after listening to that episode that maybe everyone from after 200 was going to go to Japan. But but here I sit and uh, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> you and me both, Carrie. I'll add that to the list of things to talk to Derek about. <laughs> but doing this is actually fun. Who knew that work could be fun? Yeah. And I think that's our charge every day is to try to find fun in the hard work that we do. And uh, that's why we work with uh, kids and adults that have same passions with us, right? Absolutely. So speaking of work, let's talk about Waukee High School. So where is your school located? So we are right in the heartland. Uh, if you looked at a map, we're right about in the middle. We are at a western suburb of Des Moines, Iowa. Everyone refers to us as a flyover state. but Des Moines is, is really centralized in Iowa, and we are at a western suburb, uh, 20 minutes from downtown, but it feels like we're in the middle of the country sometimes. Hmm. And Carrie, can I ask, what is your school mascot? Well, you sure can. Uh, we're the Warriors, Carly. It's, it's always a great day to be a warrior. I say that all the time, but I, I guess I'm surprised. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. So this goes back a few years, but my sister went to Iowa State University in Ames, and I actually have a funny story about her mascot. When I went to visit her for family weekend, the weather was horrible, and the local news reports were telling people where to go shelter if the alarm sounded. So I was super nervous, but my sister was unfazed, and we went to the football game featuring her team, the Iowa State Cyclones. And just as I predicted, as we were waiting for the team to come out, the alarms started going off. I jumped up, panicked, looking for the nearest exit to get to safety. Everyone was staring at me until I realized that the alarm was being played because the football team, again named the Cyclones, were coming onto the field. You know, we don't learn about cyclones in Southern California where I grew up, Carrie. I, I bet you don't. Uh, <laughs> having taught at, at Ames High School there is with the little cyclones, we get a lot of cyclone talk uh, in Ames at, at Iowa State. But <laughs> I think you probably have to worry about earthquakes a lot more than we do. 
Oh, don't get me started and definitely don't jinx it. (laughs) But enough about me. Let's get back to you. So how did you decide on a career in education? Well, uh, for a couple of reasons, uh, I thought teaching was the path for me. Um, both my parents were teachers, and so I grew up in a household that prioritized education. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a relatively small town where teachers were well thought of and respected, and and just we had good relationships with one another. And you saw them at the grocery store and said hello, and I wanted a profession in which it was uh, interacting with other people and building relationships. I also really enjoyed sports, and I thought I was not going to play in the NBA anytime soon, so maybe coaching basketball would be in my future, and I knew that path was going to maybe be as a junior high or high school coach, and so I knew being a teacher would open that door for me to get into coaching, and that's the route that I took, followed my parents, and uh, got into coaching. So you were a teacher and a basketball coach as well, is that right? Yes, I, I guess I'm comfortable talking about it. The thing I'm most proud of is it's been 17 years since I've lost a game. Wow. Um, I, I also haven't coached in 17 years um, <laughs> since I've been an administrator, but uh, no, I kid. I, I loved coaching basketball. I love standing on the sidelines now and supporting our coaches and players. But uh, yeah, that was where I thought my career was headed, maybe uh, high school or college coaching. And uh, I'm much better off for it uh, being a building principal now than had I followed that path, I think. <laughs> so you are the principal at your school as well as the AP coordinator. That is a rare combination. Yeah, that's probably one of the gifts that COVID gave us. Uh, During COVID, our current AP coordinator at the time, I should say, uh, she decided to retire. Uh, She was getting close and and it was a good time for her to step away. And so I jumped at the opportunity to support uh, either whoever was coming into that role or to help bridge the gap for our kids. And uh, I really like the role. I really like the relationship with our AP teachers and with our AP students. And so, um, yes, I am one of two coordinators. We also have another staff member that we share the responsibility. And uh, and I'll tell you, we just have a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> so let's dig into your role as a principal for a minute. Specifically, I heard you were just named Administrator of the Year. So congratulations. Yeah, I'm surprised that's uh, that's on Google because I'm quite <laughs> certain that uh, only one person was nominated or everyone else <laughs> turned it down because I don't know how it would have won. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a really neat honor. Uh, the state of Iowa has a uh, student journalism. It's called the organization called the Iowa Newspaper Association. And it was uh, that group of students and that sponsor that met and, and put me up for that award. I was in journalism in high school and and I, I just, I'm a big fan of our yearbook and our, our school newspaper. And so uh, they put me up for a, an award like that. And I was very, very humbled to receive that award. And then, then we went right back to school the next day and uh, just tried to be as good as we could at everything else. Well, it sounds very well-deserved. Congratulations, Carrie. Thanks. Thanks. So back to your shared role as AP coordinator. What is your biggest challenge as the AP coordinator? Actually, Derek's not here right now, so I can say it this way. What drives you crazy about being an AP coordinator? You know, just between us. Well, as long as it's just between us, I know I can tell you the real deal. Um, (laughs) There's very, very little that drives me crazy because it's been such a great part of my career as far as those relationships with kids and the teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have uh, Jennifer, the person that shares the role with me. We have prioritized organization and communication. And we over-communicate or we attempt to (laughs) over-communicate And if a student doesn't join the classroom or they don't get the payment on time or they don't fill out accommodation request in time or they don't show up for a test, 
those are the few instances that that really do in your phrase uh, drive me crazy <laughs> but again it's it's the one in a hundred it's not very often uh, but those are the tough ones because mm-hmm. you want to make this experience great for kids and when they don't take advantage of it it does drive you crazy a little bit and and if there's other coordinators listening to this they know exactly what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I can absolutely relate to that continuous track and chase kind of feeling yeah yeah. <laughs> I remember you just talked about that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. And now that we're in the new year, I assume that you, like many of us, are starting to get organized for testing in May. I was just personally working on my list of proctors, so I wanted to ask, who do you use for proctors? Well, really good question, and we have started the proctor search, um, but we're also a unique school in the fact that we are a four-by-four block where our students take four classes for the first 90 days of the school year, and then they take four more the second. So we still have another set of ordering coming up. Mm. They will start their second set of classes in mid-January. And so we have several that are offered for the first time. And so we'll get kids uh, into the classroom, uh, get through their ordering and go through that again, as we did in November. But to your proctoring question, uh, we were very fortunate recently to have a full-time substitute teacher in our building who had great relationships with kids. She was very organized. She had a desire to be a full-time teacher. And so she was a, a very perfect person to take the lead for us. And and uh, Jennifer and I coached her up quite a bit and got her ready. And she led us through that proctoring and freed us up to do more of the administrative stuff. And so when we would have the additional person for our accommodation rooms or for, um, you know, we're, we're a school that we test with our other comprehensive high school. And so sometimes the room's not large enough. So we have to go into two rooms mm-hmm. uh, from a space. And so she helps direct all of that for us. Well, good for her and bad for us. She got a full-time teacher job this mm-hmm. year. And so as we're, we're happy for her, but that put us in a hole for proctoring. Mm-hmm. And so Jennifer and I just reserved a couple of our better subs already for those two weeks in May. And we're going to spend these next four months going over our manuals and talking about the things that we've experienced, the good and the bad, and really trying to prepare them for uh, leading us through those two weeks in May. Yeah, that head proctor is like an ideal situation, but it's great that you're already getting a head start on this year's proctors. And since you've been an AP coordinator for a few years now, Carrie, can you share one tip for someone who is newer to the AP coordinator role that's listening to us right now? Oh, you bet. We try to, again, like I said, prioritize organization. And so we will pull from our student information system that the class roster for each of our AP courses, and, and we'll create a different sheet in our workbook for each of the courses. And we'll import the student's first and last name, their email address, as well as their parents' email address. And then throughout the ordering phase, we'll ask them their intention of taking the test or not. We will indicate whether they've paid or not, whether they need accommodations or not whether they need a fee reduction or not, and we'll keep it all in one place. That way, if and when we do communicate with students and families, all email addresses are right there. We can blind carbon copy everyone in one email. And uh, so having all of that information in one place has really streamlined our communication. And I think that's alleviated some of the concerns as we lead up to testing. And uh, we're not real creative. We call it our AP master list. And that master list gets used a lot as we work through the course with the students, with what their plans are. So that way, when May comes, there's no surprises. We like to to leave no surprises uh, as much as we can when it comes to testing. Mm, 
Mm-hmm. We hear that a lot. AP coordinators want to get ahead of things as much as possible. No surprises. So thanks for sharing that idea about the master list. Carrie, thank you so much for making time to be on the show. It was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, thanks for the opportunity, Carly. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, next time you're here, uh, you know, there are plenty of football games, uh, but I would say maybe bring a hat and a scarf if you're coming back to Iowa. <laughs> I'll file that away. Absolutely. Noted. Hey, before we go, one final question. Our theme for this mini series of coordinated podcast episodes is spirit of service. When you hear that, when you hear spirit of service, what does that mean to you? I think uh, almost everyone in an education role, whether you be a counselor, teaching and learning, classroom teacher, or even in my role as a principal, you always feel like you're serving others and you want to serve others uh, in your role. And I've really felt that in offering to become the AP coordinator and, and helping in all the ways that I can. But I'll turn this question into something I do in my my private time or my time away from school. Um, I serve on our local board for our ALS association. That's commonly known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, my mother passed away from ALS in 2007. And so since then, I, I've really been instrumental in, in fundraising, getting groups of people together for maybe various walks, golf tournaments, ice bucket challenges, which was you know the rave 10 years ago. And so I, I've since become more of a leader on that group. I've taken on some leadership responsibilities, but to sink your teeth into something that affected my family and hoping to help others going through that or to raise funds for services, for wheelchairs, for ramps, things like that. It has really filled my bucket. It has really filled my heart. And it's been something I've really enjoyed doing. And I think it it does help other people. So it fits that mold of spirit of service, but it doesn't feel like it. I I could be at home watching a game on TV or I could be out helping others. And so I I really enjoy that part of it. I've tried to bring it to our school to get our kids some awareness of what ALS is and also to model that spirit of service of giving of your free time and potentially funds if it's appropriate, you know, if you raise money or for, for a project. And, and so when you say spirit of service and ask me about it, I instantly go right to that. So thank you for asking that. My friends and fellow AP coordinators, thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week as we feature another AP coordinator in the Midwest. We'll be visiting Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm thinking of basketball and Indy 500 questions already, so stay tuned for that. And on behalf of AP Program Delivery and the AP Coordinator Experience Team, we do absolutely appreciate you. And for all our support of AP students, yep, our support. AP Coordinators, we are truly good as gold.
Well, hello, Carly. Glad you could make it. Oh my gosh. So sorry to be late. I'm not too late, though, am I? Please tell me the party is still going on. I hate to miss a good party. You are in luck. It's not too late. The party goes on and on and on, thanks to the power of our on-demand video. Oh, thank goodness. The release party for the AP Coordinator's Manual Part 2 is the place to be. All those updates and key information for a successful spring. Can't miss that, Derek. I could not agree more. You and all our friends can click on the link in the show notes to watch the video. That's right. There's an on-demand video of the party, no registration required. Or you can go to collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Experience. That's collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Experience. Get your popcorn ready. We'll see you at the party.